Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, y'all. I'm Karista. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. We are always so grateful and happy to have you. So thank you for being here with us today. Yay. Ooh, the topic we want to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. It's a little bit of a sensitive one. Yeah. And so we would like to warn you that this may also be a triggering one. We're just, we're just piling them on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So today we actually wanted to bring up the topic of death. So transitioning out of this life into what we believe is to be our energetic bodies. So I think that right there brings us to one contradiction in our thoughts as a society versus maybe our own individual beliefs. So death, I know that a lot of people can perceive that as an ending. Where here, we are talking about it as a beginning. Yep. As a transition. And how did we come to believe that this is simply a transition and not an ending. We've actually looked at some scientific facts, some scientific understandings, one being placed in physics that, or the law of thermodynamics, excuse me, that energy itself only changes, only transforms. It can never actually die. Boom. And our understanding is that we at our core are energetic beings that this body that is a presentation of who we are in this physical life is simply just that it's a form to be perceived so that we can be and live in this experience but i also think that our bodies are housed within our spirit not our spirit is housed within our bodies. So our spirit form is that energetic form. And so when our physical representation of ourself ages and passes away, we are still left with our spirit form. And that is never ending. And so that is what we're talking about as far as a birth 
from the physical form we are currently in, in this physical experience on earth, into that or back to that energetic form. So let, let's chat right quick um, and, and excuse me to the audience that's listening to this right before we hit record. I was calling in to uh, be able to channel some information related to this topic. Helps to have those already on the other side to uh, help answer some of those kind of questions. But uh, so I'm a little I'm a little lucid at the moment. <laughs> Even just looking at Carrie right now, she has a uh, I can see this uh, glow around you. Mm. Like it, you have kind of a, a, a white mm. silhouette. Does that make sense? Or like a, it's almost like a shadow that's casted on yeah. you, but it's not a shadow. It's a white glow. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's usually kind of like my indication that I'm kind of trying to pop out of my existence at the moment, <laughs> let somebody else in. So I'm like, oh gosh, okay, hold on for a second. Um, but anyway, digressing, I want to, uh, just kind of touch on, you know, when we do things like a celebration of life, um, also referred to as funerals and, and things of that nature, because, I feel like a lot of people are experiencing that right now. There seems to be, and this is something that I've just brought in through, you know, uh, my channeling, but there seems to be quite the exodus at the moment. Um, and it's, it's very sad to lose somebody. It's very hard to experience the non-visionary aspect of their physical form in front of you. Um, we as humans love the the touch, the sensations. You know, a lot of what we are experiencing here are, is that physical element, um, and and so not being able to have that when you lose somebody, uh, it's painful and it hurts and mm-hmm. and it's sad. Um, and and recently, I've had a lot, you know, with my you know family and and some others uh, and friends that have experienced this quite a bit, a bit more often than I feel like I've seen in the past. Um, outside of, you know, the last two year situation that really put that into motion, but, um, you know, and, and I want to just let those that are listening to this know that by no means are we insensitive to that. Um, you know, we, we understand that that is painful. We've experienced losses ourselves, um, you know, and, uh, some that rock the boat so hard that it feels like it can never heal. but in all the lessons that we have learned and all the experiences that we have started to have ourselves, we've also really come to, in our beliefs, you know, and, and we like to use beliefs because it feels easier on the ears. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a faith, right? right? It's a type of faith for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and uh, so in support with scientific evidence um, that has been and will continue I just heard will continue. Uh, they, gave, they gave me that. I actually nodded in representation of how they nodded to me and will continue <laughs> to discover, um, you know, people in the human form transitioning from the human form. Um, it, it's not going to always be this uh, somber experience. I'm just going to start repeating what they're saying. I'm sorry. It's not going to be this somber experience and we will start to shift our perspectives towards what some other cultures do today 
which is the celebration of the beginning of what's to come after you are no longer in this physical form that you're currently in. And they highlighted the word currently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I want to I want to touch on something that these beliefs, these understandings, they they give us a sense of peace. However, they don't protect us from having to experience and go through the grief itself. So thank you for acknowledging that this is still a tough subject, even though it may feel like in, in the first few minutes, it like almost we're making light of it, but we're trying to present it with love. Absolutely. And, and compassion because you're right we cannot come into this life and not experience loss it's part of this duality of experience and it's it's recognizing that we are greater than what we're taught meaning we have more perceptions than we are taught Yes, most of us are able to taste, touch, smell, hear, see. I had to write them down (laughs) so I wouldn't forget one of them. But there's more than that. We can connect with and communicate with those that have already passed. Yes. And we may utilize sources outside of ourselves as a catalyst for this connection mediums priests you know they're there they can be helpful but i would argue that they're a necessity and i'm not trying to put them out of business but i'm saying that we have the ability within us to practice creating or um, stronger perceptions outside of those limited five senses yeah. It's similar to when we are a baby and we are learning the language of the land, how to, you know, hear what other people are saying, to understand, to read, to write, to be able to verbalize and speak to others. That is something that we learn in this physical sense, but we can also learn it in the spiritual sense as well. Right. And and embodying that uh practice so think of it from i'm getting this uh (laughs) i'm getting this mental image of all the children that are now being born uh i just heard within the last five to six years so maybe five six seven years old um that they're coming in with less of the forgetfulness and it's important for them to start practicing the things that we're just now discovering that we can do. And Mm -hmm. they emphasize practicing. They're saying like practicing in the sense of this is already just innate abilities that we all possess. And I think we've we've shared that sediment with you guys quite a bit. I've come to understanding that it was a shock. (laughs) It was a shock for me. (laughs) I think uh, many of us are quick to dismiss them as just logic-based things, Mm -hmm. but we receive information all the time, all the time. Uh, and, and you're, you're guided all the time. 
And, and and it's fascinating when you start to pick this up and you start to become aware of how much you really are given uh, in every now moment. It's pretty mm-hmm. fascinating. And so I, but with the sense that I, I mean, they're literally showing me this like timeline of all these young kids that are coming in that have less of the veil forgetfulness. They're going to be more in tuned with all of the abilities that we all have today. Um, and then they're showing me this transition. This is so fascinating with full body chills. They're showing me this transition of all of our mourning periods when the physical uh, experience is no longer to be. And they have more of an awareness of, well, this just means I get to now have a different experience, whether I choose to have a physical one. Okay. They just said wherever that may be. Mm-hmm. They showed me space and different planets. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they choose to have a physical one. Uh, oh, they just said that no longer coming in with the karmic cycles of having to repeat things on the same place over and over and over again to mm-hmm. learn lessons. So that's interesting, like almost as if they're coming in with a completely clean start. Wow. Um, And then they showed me this uh, scene and they're referencing the trailer that I just saw for the new Wakanda movie where they're celebrating the pass of the king and they're wearing Mm -hmm. all white and it's a celebration and a party. They're they're showing that to me. They clearly will connect with me on things that I absolutely love and I'm so excited about that movie coming out. So like... So that's that's pretty cool um, to see that in such a timeline, right? And I kind of asked in my head while they were showing me that, will I be here to see this? <laughs> I heard, and I got back, if you choose. I was like, oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. And and I I think it's um, it's in alignment with these. I I don't know about you, but I've been seeing increased stories of parents sharing their children's uh, memories from past lives more and more showing that we are reincarnated beings and I know that's that that that's a tough one for some religions you know and even just in general it can be tough to wrap our minds around but you know, that coupled with, and this may be an additional topic for another time, but near-death experiences. Uh, NDEs, yeah. And NDEs are fascinating. And there's more and more reports of these NDEs. And why? Why are there more reports of NDEs? Well, we didn't come up with CPR until the 60s. So we started bringing a lot more people back to life when we started doing CPR. Interesting. And, and the first collection of NDE reports, I think, were actually done in the 1800s. Yeah. So there are older reports of it, too. And it's it's fascinating because these people who are, you know, in comas or under anesthesia, who are completely knocked out on breathing machines, under the knife, like in surgery, are able to report back what was happening what people said, what, you know, people were wearing, where they were placed in the room, and even things that are happening outside of that room. And it's like, these people should have no ability whatsoever to know these things. Yep. 
None. There's something (laughs) more. There's definitely something more. Well, um, let's, let's dive into it. Let's ask some questions. Uh, you're popping out like a 3d image at this point. So, okay. And and the colors behind you are changing is really weird for me. So, uh, uh, (laughs) I don't usually have my eyes open during this point. So like, I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) this is tripped out. So, (laughs) so, uh, let's roll with it. I say we roll with it. I don't normally do it like this. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's go with it. Um, ask me anything you want. Okay. (laughs) How does our illusion of separateness affect our beliefs around death? I'm going to go word for word here. So your illusion of separateness, they're showing me two windows and Oh, this is cool. So they took like a, uh, they're taking like a, um, like you have two mirrors facing each other, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you're standing in between the two mirrors. And then mm-hmm. they did, they did this thing where it's almost like you open two windows. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to explain okay. this for those that are on audio, right? <laughs> so, so it's like they open the two mirrors, like a window, like you would open like a, a French door, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still see, the reflection from each side of you when you were standing in between the mirrors when they were those mirrors were facing each other. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. elaborate. Um, and they're calling this the polarity. Okay. So on one mirror, uh, we'll just use right side versus left side for now. Uh, so on the right side of the mirror, they're showing me this as like your soul. This is your consciousness. This is your divine connection. And then okay. on this left mirror, they're showing me like, uh, this is your physical experience. This is the actual physical, um, there's said the word mindset, the physical mindset that you okay. have, right? Mm-hmm. So they're still connected to that central point of you standing between it, but they're having two separate experiences and they're learning from both sides. Okay. Okay. So, so even your, even your consciousness that you're not fully embodying in the physical experience. So, okay. So they're saying that that's your higher self. That's you. Mm-hmm. That's your full connection to source. Um, even your uh, physical experience is still connected to that, but you're, you're over here learning this lesson. And at the same time, your soul, mm-hmm. your higher self, all of that is still learning that lesson. Ooh, snap. So now they're doing this thing where they're taking that mirror, that the one that's related to your soul. And they're, it's almost like they're creating a whole bunch of mirrors. Like they're stacking them next to each other over and over and over again. And they're saying that this is also representative of all the different lives that you're currently, and they, they're emphasizing, emphasizing the word currently again, um, that you're currently experiencing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's still connected to that central element of you mm-hmm. standing between the two mm-hmm. and then they're taking the mirror on the left that is the physical sense of you now and they're stacking a bunch of different mirrors next to that as well okay and so in that central point of person of us the this this uh i'm gonna ask some questions here because it's getting kind of confusing for me but like this is mind-blowing shit um <laughs> <laughs> but that central that central part of us 
is connected to both the the source of all of us and the physicals of all of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Almost as if they're explaining to me that there's you have tons more lives happening right now than just mm-hmm. the physical one that you're in, mm-hmm. right? And they said the word focus. So this particular one we're focused in on. Okay. But you have a connection to all the other ones happening. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no, uh, there's no linear time frame to this is what mm-hmm. they're saying. There's no linear time frame to this. They're showing me like this um, ray of light going through all the mirrors. This is interesting. They're showing me a ray of light going through all the mirrors to the point to where it circles around that central point of us. Mm-hmm. And then they're drawing a line from each of those mirrors to the central point of us saying mm-hmm. like, you can practice, you can learn how to connect and get information on all the different lessons that you're learning and all of those different aspects of you. And you're pulling that in and you pull that in consciously, no matter what. Subconsciously, they corrected me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Subconsciously, no matter what. Um Wow, I've got goosebumps. So they're doing this. Uh, oh, shit. They're doing this thing where they're doing like a ring, like they're stacking rings. So almost like mm. that circle mm-hmm. of light. Mm-hmm. And they're stacking these rings on top of it, one on top of another, one on top of another. I oh, keep getting infinite. <laughs> that I was just about to say they're explaining infinity to me. Okay. So <laughs> they're giving me the visual for infinity and how this can just keep going and going and going and going. And it's, it's building, it's building a picture. It's building an image, but it's more quantum. So you can't Mm. see. So what you expect that image to be is not what it is. Mm. And how does this relate to, to, to physical death? They just said there is no physical death. Because you can relive this moment over and over again in this infinite quantum world. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, I that's the end of it. Else. We don't need to talk about this anymore. <laughs> we never die. <laughs> I'm shaking. I'm sorry. That just blew my mind. So they just said you can experience this lifetime repeatedly because again, it's not linear. It's over and over and over and over and over again, if you choose to. It's what you're focused in on. So even when you die from this physical experience, you can go back and start it all over again, make different decisions. There's an infinite number of timelines that are occurring. So y'all, you heard it here. You can play sounds over and over and over again in the same life. That's all we're doing. Oh my God. They just showed me a DNA strand. Okay. But those mirrors are each of those little dots on that DNA strand mm-hmm. and those bars that are connected across, you know, in the image of a DNA. Mm-hmm. So they zoomed out of that ring that I was just talking about and mm-hmm. they showed me an image of a DNA strand. Then they started showing it twisting tighter and tighter and tighter as mm-hmm. in we're going into this. Um, so like, t- say like you take two, you take a, a ribbon, you know, a kind of a flat ribbon and then you start to twist it and mm-hmm. how those swirls in that ribbon are kind of wide. The more you twist it and the more you twist it and the more you twist it, those those swirls get closer and closer and tighter and tighter together. Mm-hmm. Why are you showing me this? They're explaining, um, oh shit, what we were talking about earlier before we hit record. They're explaining crossing over into different timelines and bouncing between them and oh. making the choice. 
oh my god my mind is blown right now I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh my god full body chills full body chills okay I've never done this on our recordings before we don't know anyway sorry um I mean it just makes so much sense to relate this experience to a video game it really does like crossing through the veil to come into this life forgetting those past lives you know and we have to forget those past lives and why we're coming here our purpose who we are because those are our cheat codes and so we to be able to advance we have to keep practicing and keep going through tough lessons because if it's easy then we're not going to learn anything and so that's why we have to experience this polarity, this, this duality of experiences and this illusion of separateness. And then once we transition back through that veil lifting, we are presented then with the choice to either come back, relive this existence, try a new existence, or stay in the ether and just watch. It's so fascinating. I'm so fascinated right now. I'm like, I'll see that for me, guys. <laughs> I, what matters in this life? I just heard the experience, the experience, the experience, the lessons, not the power, not the, not power. the material items, not the feeling of control. But just That's experience. Good. Just the experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me ask another question. Mm-hmm. When somebody is presented information that highlights their mortality, and you share with us the gifts that come with that. And I know that that's a tough word for some people uh, in our audience to understand that relationship between those two words. Hold on. They asked me to step out of my own way for just a second. (laughs) I too have experienced Mm -hmm. being presented with the potential of mortality uh, over the last two years. And that was very tough. And so uh, I'm in my own way at the moment for answering that question. So I'm going to try to step out for just a second. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. If you knew what it is that you could do as soon as you discover the ability to see your end, to see the date in which you will no longer have this, again, timeline experience, because it is not something that you are consistently focused on when it comes to the fact that you plan to no longer have this timeline experience, you're not sitting around every day thinking about, oh, today on this particular timeline, my new end date will be, et cetera. So because of that, 
when you are presented with an end date, one in which you actually already know subconsciously, soul-wise, as we will say, a new aspect is being presented to you to create a different experience that you've been neglecting. This experience can be, oh my gosh, I will decide that today I am going to clean up my entire life and I'm going to buy a plane ticket and I'm going to experience different locations, different sources, different self. I'm going to reimagine everything and everyone that I've ever experienced. Or, or you can choose to now be in a somber state and depression in sadness, in mourning the loss that you have not yet had. But it's a choice. It's a choice and it's always going to be a choice. And again, you can experience this choice in a multifaceted way. In this lifetime, you can say, I'm going to decide to be somber about this experience. I'm going to go into a state of depression. I'm going to learn what that feels like. In another choice, you can say, I'm going to now go and travel to Italy. She likes that. It is a choice. It is a lesson. It is an experience. These are the things that which you, all of you possess. And sometimes you only possess this when you learn your end date. Now, we don't wish to be cold about this, of course. It's a discovery. It's beautiful. We watch this from afar all the time. And then you choose. You choose to now go back into a new existence. You choose to be reborn into something else, someone else. You can play with this. Now, we don't wish for you to take this action upon yourself, obviously. As she's asked. She is concerned about this. Interesting. But decide. Decide to have one choice or another. Become fluid in your experience. Become, we encourage positive. And I know that that is hard to say because in your experiences, it is hard to see. But you can see if you choose, if you learn. We hope that this answers your question. She wants to come back now. Thank you. I think in you want to cry. <laughs> you know, when when we learn of our mortality, it's not just us you know, the single person that is presented with that information. It's also the family and friends around too. So I, I just wanted to point out that this gives us an opportunity to truly express our love and our gratitude towards each other. Gives us an opportunity to create other experiences that we still want to have. It gives us an opportunity to set aside 
what seemed like priorities, and it allows you to reprioritize your list. That gives you an opportunity to zoom out of the mundane, the day-to-day, the to-dos. Gives you an opportunity to shift, to grow. Growth is not easy. There is pain involved. There is grief involved. But there's so much greater on the other side. And realizing how deep our connections truly are. And in death, I do believe that we have a choice. A choice to forge a new relationship with those that are not physically represented on this earth any longer. Is that easy? No. Is it a beautiful journey? Yeah. There are hardships along the way, but just like I mentioned earlier, learning how to speak and and communicate as an infant, we have to do the same. Learning how to communicate with those that have passed or seem to have passed. Some of the ways that we can do that to practice that connection. Like I said earlier, we can use external resources, but they're not necessary to make that connection. Our loved ones communicate with us all the time. So being open to receiving those communications is a good first step. What symbolizes them? When you see something, do you think of them? I know some look at cardinals as a connection. Other people, certain butterflies, or maybe a feather from out of nowhere in the middle of your house because there was no bird in the house. (laughs) That's happened. (laughs) Paying attention to synchronicities, synchronistic messages, repeated messages, repeated numbers, repeated experiences. They're trying to communicate with you. They may move objects, those funny ones. They may hide things from you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you're ready to talk to them, You can at any time. You can do it through thought, through feeling, or through verbalization. You can speak it out loud. And sometimes we can hear them, maybe maybe audibly, but more often than not internally. We can feel their presence. For no reason at all, we think of them. They are with you. They are there. That connection is never lost. It's simply learning to strengthen it in a new way. And again, this does not protect us from our grief, but it may assist us in healing. Beautiful. Ah, thank you, Shira. 
I'm sweating profusely. That was a very strong (laughs) energy (laughs) and I am positive it was my higher self and I have not brought my higher self through like that before. So I'm like, holy crap. And you look like a 3D character, like you're popping out from the screen, which is really crazy to me. (laughs) So (laughs) So if I reach through. (laughs) No. (laughs) Too much, too much. Take the 3D glasses off. Okay. (laughs) So... One final thought. We are all connected, which means sometimes we could really use each other's support. And I hope that you never expect yourself to go at it alone. If that's your choice, by all means, I respect that. But there's never a time when help is not there. Support is always available. And in grief, or even in death and dying, we worry about becoming a burden. And it makes, I'm feeling a little heartache for that. because truly there is no burden there is only love situations are tough sometimes absolutely thank you babe Mm. we love you I love you an audience, we love you. <laughs> and if you love this content, because this feels like a very inappropriate time to say this, but I'm going to. <laughs> please feel free, comment below, share your stories with us. We would love to hear them. Mm-hmm. Like, subscribe, follow for more. It does help us grow. It does. And it does help us continue to be able to provide this content for you. And we want to continue to do that. We love this opportunity to be able to spread love and support through these really tough topics, through these tough times. We are never truly separate. I don't know why I had to say that. Again. <laughs> it's a You're always connected. You are <laughs> never alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alrighty, y'all. Fantastic. What a good time. You know, I, I just had another thought too. Sorry. Um, we keep trying to prevent and resist death and aging. Hmm. And we really miss out on some beautiful aspects. The stories that begin to show up on our faces the love that we felt showing through our smile lines. It's beautiful. Aging is a beautiful part of life. And so is death and rebirth. Wow. All righty. I do hope that 
you reach out. If you need any support, you find that person, you find that connection, and you're open to receiving the support. Again, I know this is a tough topic, and thank you for sticking through it. Uh, we would like to hear your thoughts because that just helps us learn too. Yeah. Perspectives are, are important to share. They are. They really are. Okay, y'all. We're going to lift ourselves up out of this. And we hope that you take some time to allow this to kind of process. And we love you so much. And we hope that you are always rooted in loving first, in loving last, and loving always. And loving always. All righty, y'all. Have a beautiful day. listener thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection don't forget to like subscribe and follow to stay notified of new content from love always self if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below i'm karista and i'm shira and until next time remember to love first love last and love love always. always Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.